1: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen,
0: this is not a drill. This is is not a drill. This is Believe in Sparks on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm Stacey Pates alongside Sydney Wiest. On our show today, an impressive guest. Not just a special one, an impressive one. TRP, as she's known around the league, TR Ruffin-Pratt, she is just different. Can't wait to get to know more about her on today's episode. We thank you for joining us. As always, please rate the show on iTunes. Follow us all over on your favorite directories, including iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, iHeart, and TuneIn. Rate the show, like us, follow us. We want to know what you're up to. We want you to know what we're doing. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Believe in Sparks on the Believe Podcast Network, presented by betonline.ag uh first things first Tara your and pratt your instagram page it leads with god family love loyalty and that sums up who you are tell us about that piece of your life
1: um that's just how i live my life faith-based everything i do is put god first um family next usually basketball of some sort or something i love after that and just being loyal to to all three of those things.
0: Playing with Sydney Weiss, how much does that cause you to really have to push into God even more?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm offended by that question, Stacey. <laughs> Lord help me just get through <laughs> the day with Sydney.
1: Actually, Answer the question. Sydney actually actually does a good job pushing me more than anything. Um mm-hmm. she does send me like she used to send me quotes and stuff throughout the season, books to read. Um so she brings that, that same energy that I'm on, my faith first. Mm-hmm. Um, she brings that same type of energy, and I just love being around her. She has that, that vibrant, vibrant energy and, and love and peace and all of that. That's just the type of person she is. So it's, it's just love to be around her. And even before I came to L.A., it's funny, we was playing in Israel, and I told her that, um, that L.A. Was, was on my list of places uh, to come. And she was like, oh my gosh, like, I love, I love your game. I love everything about you, blah, blah, blah. And then I ended up signing there. So it was just cool to see.
0: But God.
1: <laughs> but, but God.
2: God.
1: I, I love
0: that. that. I love all of that. Well, speaking about coming to LA, it was such a big deal for you to play alongside uh, Alana Beard because of her defensive prowess. And that was one of the main things that you wanted to do was be under her wing and learn from her and, and learn how she uh, was able to get to that level of, of her defensive mindset, her abilities. What are some things that you did adapt from, from her game and, and learn from her?
1: Uh- I studied her so much before I even got there, so I kind of had an understanding of how she played. But she just gave me some of the little tricks and ins and outs of how she played defense, even if it's just like little things, like how she comes off screens, how she guards people off ball screens. She told me halfway through the season, like you've done, you've done good so far. Your next step is is being able to pick up full court and guard somebody ninety four feet. So that became one of my like biggest things uh towards the end of the season trying to pick up full court and guard guard point guards 94 feet so I think that that was one of the main things just being in her ear for the whole entire season asking questions um even watching film with her uh just picking up on everything little because I knew I knew something was up when she was super pushing me to come to LA I'm like something's got to be up. And then when I got there, I realized like, okay, she's, she's on her way out. She's kind of molding me to take her spot. Mm. Um, So it was just perfect. It was a perfect fit. Um, I've learned a lot from her just even watching her and studying her game and watching film on her and then being able to play with her for a season and learning under it was great.
0: I think something else that's really exciting is now you get to, uh, teach those lessons to Brittany Sykes coming in. You know she's going to complement your defensive game. What do you expect to to have happen with her on the court?
1: Well, oh, she brings a lot of energy. She was one of those players that I I was really didn't like guarding just because she's just so bouncy, so up and down. Um, you can't really put her in a box. So just just watching her play from from the beginning of her her journey in the league, um, I think she's going to fit in perfect with us um, in LA.
0: When you think about Sydney, um, obviously her character, her personality. Can you break down her dance moves? Like, if you could give us a play-by-play on on Sydney's dance moves, could you? I haven't seen it in person yet, so I just really want to be mentally, emotionally prepared.
1: You gotta prepare yourself. <laughs> Hold
2: on. Can I? Can I answer any questions about? Absolutely, me?
0: absolutely.
2: Okay. I want to make sure that, like, I'm not just sitting here taking <laughs> stuff and just sitting here. I'm, I'm, waiting for
0: I'm, waiting, I'm waiting for you to pop in. You come in anytime, sis. Anytime.
2: Go. It's,
0: it's your floor.
1: It's your floor. No,
2: you asked T a question, so I'm going to let T answer the question.
1: It is their own person, man. I'm telling you, you got to be prepared for the dance moves because they kind of just come randomly out of nowhere. Just <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sometimes at the worst times, too, like, I'm still trying to figure out the timing of it, because it'll be serious moments, and then I'll just, yeah, gotta be there. (laughs) That's,
0: Sydney and I actually, we talk about this a lot, just the gift that it is to be doing what we love to do. You all on the floor, playing the game, me having the gift, the blessing, the opportunity to talk about it the sisterhood that's formed this is a relationship that you'll have with your teammates with sydney for the rest of your lives and that is something so incredibly special what are some things that you have i guess added to to your blessings list or your gratitude list as as each year has gone on as you've played in the WNBA?
1: every year is a blessing in itself um being in a league is not guaranteed so every year you come in it's a eat dog world, so being able to remain on the roster for me this would, would be my eighth season um coming in undrafted it's a blessing every year so I take it I take it to heart and I do put all my all into the game because I know at any moment it could be it can be taken away whether it's being cut from a team or injury or whatever the case may be so I know when I go out there every day I give it my all um and just every, every year, every season, it's new players. Um, so you build new relationships, and you take, take those relationships and grow with them. Um, for me, last year was a big transition for me, coming from D.C., which is home, um, playing at home for, for six seasons, uh, and then coming to L.A., which is way across the world. I'm out there with nobody. So making these guys my, my, my family, you know, I didn't have, I didn't have to do that here in DC because I was literally surrounded by my actual family. So I, I had teammates. I had a couple that I actually like bonded with on another level. Um, but it was different because I was at home so I could go to the gym and go home and not really deal with my teammates outside of basketball um, except when we were on the road. But in LA, I was away from my family, um, and I, these guys kind of just took me in and, and made me feel like family from the beginning. Um, so that's one thing I'll take with me, and I'll I'll cherish every single relationship that that I come in contact with every year because it's always going to be different every year. Few few new players, few players gone. Um, so just staying in contact with with all the people that I come in contact with.
0: Sydney what were your first impressions of TRP when when she joined the Sparks?
2: Thank you Stacy for the <laughs> question. Um, <laughs> um well like T said we ran into each other in Israel we were playing in the same league um, and she came up to me and mentioned that she was going to she was thinking about um coming to the Sparks and like she said right away I was like oh my gosh that would just be amazing. I was I've been a fan of T's um since I entered into the league she the way that she approaches the game is different than a lot of people um she she has a chip on her shoulder at all times and she's a dog out there I mean even when we, whenever we played them when she was in DC she was picking up full court she wanted to make life so difficult for Chelsea Gray and for anybody that she was guarding like she took she takes her matchup so personally and it it brings so much energy to the team and so watching that, having to go against that, it's like, oh, my gosh, like, I don't have time for this tee. I don't have time to try and get around you 94 feet of the floor. But then once I saw that she was going to be on our team, I was like, all right, go ahead and pick up at the baseline. Go ahead and pick up, pick her up and show her what's going on. And so when you have that energy spearheading the defense and you see her setting the tone like that, the energy she brings um, on offense, being aggressive, attacking the rim, and then who she is as a person. She's a great professional. She's constantly taking care of her body. She's looking for ways to improve, uh, get to the gym early, stays late. I mean, incredible professional. And then I'll never forget um, last year, one of the things she took me back to the apartments after practice. And we, it was during training camp, I think, or maybe towards the end. And I was asking her, because training camp stressful. Like, no matter how many – Years you've been in the league, um, you always feel it's like a different level of competitiveness because there aren't a lot of spots and you don't take it for granted. And it reminds you that, I mean, if you're not on your game, someone can take the opportunity from you. And we were having a good talk on the way home and she hadn't unpacked her bags yet. <laughs> she, <laughs> she doesn't unpack her bags during training camp uh, because it reminds her of that fact and once your name's on the roster then it's like okay I'll relax to a certain extent and you know get comfortable whatever but she hadn't unpacked her bags because she the way that she approaches training camp and approaches making a team is that mindset of I gotta prove myself I'm undrafted I came in undrafted each year it's like you're undrafted and you're starting from scratch and you gotta earn what you get and that's tea in a nutshell (laughs)
1: Yep. <laughs>
0: and, and I love that. And I love that because for any of our young listeners right now or any of our parents or even coaches that are seeing their kids try so hard and maybe see that determination fading a little bit, TRP is a perfect example as to why you should never, ever, ever relent because undrafted and within two years, you weren't just on a team, you were in the first five. You were starting for a team. And that just says so much. Exactly what Sydney said. It says so much about not just your work ethic, but that character and that that depth inside you. And where does that come from? Where does that lasting determination, that never give up attitude, come from?
1: I've just always been super competitive. Um, I don't. I don't like losing. I don't like sitting on a bench. So <laughs> I try to find any possible way for me to to be able to contribute and. And play um it started when I was when I was probably like 13 I ended up playing with Boo Williams uh his like elite team so it was like 16 and under or 17 and under or something like that and I was 13 so I'm just playing with like players that are juniors so they're about to go to college they're trying to get their their colleges uh looking at them and all of that so for me it was like how can I play because I've never not played, you know? So my first, my first few, few tournaments, like I didn't play. So when I, when I figured out like my niche, I was like, you're going to play if you play defense. Like that's one thing that'll get you on the floor. And I'll never forget boo had called me up. Like I'm going to put you in, you're going to guard the point guard. And if she catches the ball, you won't play anymore for Mm -hmm. the rest of the season. He was like, your task is to go in there and deny her the ball and don't let her catch it for – it probably was maybe like four or five minutes left in the game. And it was a tight game, and she was, like, killing us. So he's like, I'm going to put you in. Your whole job is just not to let her catch the ball. I mean, I was picking up the full court, denying her the ball, not letting her catch it. I got a couple steals and, like, literally right at the basket. And I'm not even looking, like, thinking, shoot the ball. Like, I'm thinking, like – all right, I got the ball now. Let me find somebody to pass it to because I'm not trying to make no mistakes. And that's just that's just stuck with me through college and then once I got to the league it was back to the same thing like you got to find your niche because in college every best player, you know what I'm saying, every best player can shoot the ball 20 times if if need be. But once you get to the league and you put on a team, it's like they got their stars. Like you find your role and you you Get good at it. And if your number is called and the ball is passed to you and you can get a bucket every few plays throughout the game, that's what you do. But for me, it was just like if I just hone in on just guarding the best player on the other team and taking it personal, and that be my mindset going into every game, I'll play. And that's just been my, that's just stuck with me. When I was going into training camp in DC my first year, I had a list of all the players. And I knew which players that I could beat out, and I knew which players who was on guarantee contract. And I was just like, every day I'm just gonna go at another person and I'm not gonna do anything out of my character. I'm just gonna go in, I'm gonna attack the rim hard, I'm gonna rebound, I'm gonna run the floor, and I'm gonna play defense. And that's how I ended up making a team. I came down to the it came down to the last last two players. It was me and a big, and I'm like, no way. There's no way. I'm like, I gonna make this team and I up making a team and it's just stuck with me throughout my whole career. Like Sid said, I don't unpack my bags until the final roster is set at the end of training camp. I was like, and I don't, I don't get comfortable because even throughout the season you could be cut until a certain point. So you could play well in training camp and make the team, but then slack off because you think, Oh, I made it. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's good. Everything's smooth, but a month or two into the season, you could still be cut. So you got to still keep that that chip on your shoulder, like that grind and that grit in the back of your mind because at any moment, like, especially if a team isn't doing well, you could be cut. You know, they think they got to bring somebody else in that can help the team. So in the back of my mind, that's just, because I was undrafted, that's that's all I know. Like, I'm going to grind till they say this is the final day for, for the roster to be turned in. And once that that comes, then it's a little deep breath. Everything's off your shoulder. <laughs> now you can actually like just play basketball. You're not thinking about, all right, like all right, I played bad this game. But let's see what tomorrow holds. Some played bad for two games, like, all right now, three games. All right now, like now you thinking like you're on a chopping block. <laughs> so,
0: your at, your yeah. attitude is it's incredible it's impeccable i mean you're going into year 8 year and eight. and you still have that mindset i mean that's
1: the only way to be i'm telling you i because i wasn't drafted i know what it feels like yeah. but out of my class is people that were drafted in the first round that's not even in the league anymore so i got to be doing something right so i'm not going to change what i've been doing for my whole career To something new now, when it's been working for me.
0: All I could picture because I've been watching The Last Dance, obviously, every weekend. So, thinking about your mindset and your, nah, I'm not getting, I'm not getting beat by anybody today. (laughs) Like that's so Michael, you know, that's so Michael. Like just that mentality. And then ironically, you just happen to go to UNC. Ah, Yes. (laughs) What was it like to play there? Such a storied place to be, and um I've been to that campus I've been to a couple games there it's it's just beautiful and it's like you different
1: the and campus special amazing man like that's one thing that that drew me in because crazy enough I was a duke fan growing up so you know like duke fan through and through and I wanted to go to duke like my list I was thinking duke or virginia like those are my schools I had already like talked to the coaches Um, but right before, uh, my junior year, the coach at Duke had left. So a new coach came in and I'd already built this relationship with the other coach and talked to her every day and all of that. Then this new coach comes in and I just wasn't vibing her on with her on the same level, um, And my whole family loved North Carolina. And When they came, they were my first home visit. So they set the standard really high. Like, they came in, they brought projector screens, like, all of the the bells and whistles. They just set the standard so high. And they were also my first official visit. So they set the standard so high that it was hard for other colleges to even compete with them. Um, They just knew all the right things to do. And the girls there were amazing. Uh, The campus is nice. even when I went on my visit to Duke, which was, I went on Halloween weekend. You know, they you, anything can happen on your visit. And it's Halloween weekend. And all the coaches was telling the girls was make sure she doesn't go to North Carolina's campus. Because that's usually where everyone goes, like, mm-hmm. for Halloween. Like, in that area, in North Carolina, Durham, Raleigh area, everybody goes to Chapel Hill for Halloween on Franklin Street. And they were like, make sure y'all don't take her there. That was just, that was the issue. Like, just don't take it to Frank Street. Y'all can do anything else, but don't take her there. Um, But I fell in love with the campus, and the coaching staff was great. Players was great. So it was just an all-around good experience.
2: TRP, what is the greatest lesson that the league has taught you?
1: Stay, stay humble. Um... More than anything, because like I said, at any moment, it can be it can be taken from you. And I've seen it happen to so many people coming into the league. Like, from my seven years in the league, it's like, I've seen players come in and be drafted and just think, oh, no team, I made it. Like, I heard my name called, I made it. But we all know, after being in the league for a year, you know, like, just because your name was called, don't mean you're gonna make a roster. Like you could be cut. Maybe you top five got a guaranteed spot, but after that, your your number can be cut easy. So just stay humble, um, stay focused, and stay stay in my faith. Those priority three things that that keep me going, and, and I I stand by. I stand on because if you stay staying locked into your faith anything can go your way stay focused you never know what can happen never give up on on what you're going for bet online has hundreds
0: of games events and sports that you can wager on nascar is back what about madden and nba 2k simulations the ufc online casino with poker and blackjack is huge on betonline.ag and be sure that you check out the final dance with roundtable interviews from ex-chicago bulls horace grant bill cartwright craig hodges and ron harper as they discuss the michael jordan documentary in full So just go over to betonline.ag and use promo code MYPOD100 to receive your welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's betonline.ag and use promo code MYPOD100. BetOnline, your online wagering solution. Sydney and I were just talking about um, this the other night in terms of because we're in the midst of such uncertainty, and even though you have the virtual training camp, which I think is great, you're still, you've been so accustomed to playing from season to season to season. So how are you mentally handling this piece of uncertainty?
1: Uh, I've been doing well with it mentally. I think just being around my family because we play season to season. You're not really around your family as much. And for me, this year was different because I wasn't at home all summer and then I went overseas and was gone. So I was really away for a while. Um, so just being able to be home with my family, I think that's been keeping me grounded, but just wanting to play like, you just want to play basketball. It doesn't matter like what what uh, virtual training camp you do, what at home workouts you do. It just doesn't compare to actually being on a court and, and being competitive and being around your teammates That that just brings a different energy. Um, so mentally, I've been fine, bored more than anything because you've been <laughs> locked in the house. Um, the weather hasn't been great here in, in, in the D.C. area. There's been a lot of like rain on and off. Um, so you can't really be outside to even go take a walk. Uh, so I've been kind of locked in the house. I finally got out and actually was able to get some shots up recently. The first day I got out, I was in the gym for like four or five hours and I'm like love it it was like you got to get out We <laughs>
0: they're, they're turning the lights like, yeah. off
1: yeah. I, said, like I, I haven't touched a ball in months like other than like dribbling but shooting the ball I haven't shot a ball in months I'm, I'm gonna stay as long as I possibly can till y'all put me out and I was probably in the gym for like four or five hours the next day my body was paying for it but <laughs> for that four hours and then not being able to get into a gym again for another week or two, like, take as much time as I can um, while I'm in there, but just trying to stay safe at the same time and not be around too many people. Um, because I'm back and forth with my mom and my my sisters who have kids, um, so trying not to go out and do something crazy and then bring something back to the house or to my sister's house who have four-year-old, five-year-old, three-month-old, so... Just trying to stay safe in the same same instance. Yeah. Sid, what else you got, sis?
2: Isn't it crazy how hard basketball is? Like, when you haven't played it for a while and you play it and you're like, oh, my gosh.
0: Not like riding a bike?
1: It's like riding a bike. But, you know, the first couple <laughs> of wobbles you get on the bike when you get back on it, it's like, man, like where, how do I – the ball is bouncing off my foot? Like –
2: and then your body just hurts. Like, you're Hurt. not even
1: eating. Exactly. next day, you're like, oh, my gosh. I just went to war. I was, after that next day, I was stretching. I was like, man, am I really getting, like, am I getting old? Like, can I actually say, like, I'm getting old now? Like, that's how I felt. My body, you know, you go walk in the gym when you're young. You can walk in the gym, put your shoes on, and just go play. Yep. You know, I got to stretch. I got to do my, I got to get my bit. boots. I got to. <laughs> Do my band workouts like Kelly does before before practice? I'm like, man, like, this, this is different. I wish I would have learned – literally, I wish I would have learned all the stuff that I learned in L.A. my first couple years in the league. You know, just watching A.B. and how she, like, prepares for practice and NECA, like, how they prepare for practice, like, it's ridiculous. Like, just all the stuff Court teaches us with, like, supplements and hydration and all of that. Man, we didn't have that. We had in my, maybe my first year, we had somebody there that kind of did that kind of stuff, but not like, not like court and not like seeing actual players do it. Like, Mm -hmm. because we were so young in D.C., all of us thought the same thing. Like, let's just pull up to the gym, put our shoes on and go to the court. Like, it was no, like, preparing your body. Like, it was literally come to the gym, change, put on my practice gear and start my day. In the gym like no before pre-workouts see the trainer no none of that so just learning that I literally learned so much last year more than i learned in the six years previous because i've just watched like hey elena's doing that Shoot, i'm about to do that. Is she doing before the game i see her over there doing planks before the game you know what i start doing planks before the game <laughs> like i'm doing i'm doing everything she do if she do it i'm doing it because she got been in the league for so long. She got this longevity. Her body's still in great condition. Like, you telling me if I do what she do that I'm gonna be able to last as long as she is, I'm doing it. Planks before games. I'm in the weight room, seeing court before practice. Like, I'm doing it all. I'm copying whatever I see because if it worked for her, it could work for me. Did you also learn the beet juice from her? Beet juice, yep. We actually took that same, that beat elite stuff. We took it my last year in DC, but that's because KT came from LA to DC and that's what y'all were doing that and that's what they do. LA. And I was like, when I came to LA I was like, oh yeah, I drink beet beet juice and it was like, who got y'all on that? I was like, uh oh. I was like, I think Christy did last year or two years ago when she came. And they was like, Yeah, that's cause we do it here. And she got it from I'm like, it
0: what is, the, what is the beet juice, and what's the benefits you all get from it? I mean, I know what beet juice is, but what are the benefits?
1: It's, it's supposed to give you lasting energy. Like, so in the fourth quarter, you, you have energy. And, I, you know, I don't know if it works or not, but it's a mental thing. And if I don't take it, I feel like I'm exhausted in the fourth quarter. <laughs> it may work. It may not work. But the days I don't take it, I feel like I'm exhausted in the fourth quarter. The days I do, I feel like I can make it through the game. I would just stick with it
0: right and no matter what it's good for your body I mean you're putting good stuff in it that's that's the bottom line that's the bottom line so I told Sydney that I had a story for you that was going to blow her mind so I hope it does because to me it's a big deal when I was when I was looking at where you went to high school because I love the DC Virginia area I love it and I'm like T.C. Williams, why do I know T.C. Williams High School? I've been, I've been in the game for a long time. I started doing television when I was in, a teenager, so before I actually graduated college. Did you ever see the movie Remember the Titans?
1: How could you not see the movie? Thank
0: you. Thank you. Sid, Remember the Titans. Did you see it? Okay, good. Okay, good. It was about the team at T.C. Williams. This yeah. was about the team at T's High School. Hold on, it gets better. It gets better. So not only have I been to your high school, I've been in your gym. I've been on your campus. I also got to – I was with ESPN at the time. I also got to interview a few of the actual players from that team. Yes. And wait for it. Wait for it. I also got to interview Denzel Washington.
2: That was going to be my question.
0: Game changing. Like I've never been starstruck by anybody. I mean, there's only two people that have ever like kind of taken my breath away. The first was MJ and it was I just saw him in a hallway after a Bulls game one night and we we I smiled at him cuz he was like around all these people were around him. He towered over all these people. So we we made eye contact and I just smiled at him real quick and I was about to go on camera. Never met him, never had a conversation with him. And then sitting down with Denzel Washington. I was like I don't even know the English language right now. I don't even know how to speak, but he was so sweet and so gracious and so kind. I remember what I had on. Um, And when I was sitting across from him, I had just bought this bracelet. It was a really pretty bracelet that I bought. And he's like, oh, I love that bracelet. Where'd you get that? My wife would love that. And I'm like, oh my God, Denzel likes my bracelet. He wants to get it for his wife. Just take this one. (laughs) 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 Just take it. Give it to her. But it was oh man and he was so great and so polite and so professional and I just remember after I saw that movie I wanted to just go drop somebody for 10 yards like I love that film so much <laughs> and I and I told him that too and he was just kind of sitting there he's like yeah yeah so it was yeah but it's just such a crazy small world because I'm like T.C. Williams why is that so familiar and then when I did some, did some research I'm like oh there it is Remember the Titans. Remember the Titans. Yes. that was My
1: mind's blown.
0: I Thank you. I needed that to happen. Anything else, Sid, that you want to ask or T, you want to share?
2: Just want to tell T that I love her.
0: I'll
1: say it. I love you too, man. <laughs> I, I just want to play basketball. That's all.
0: I know. I know. I love it. Spoken like a true champion that's right a there.
1: Quote. I just want to yeah. play basketball.
0: That's all. Yep. Thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it.
1: And thank you guys for having me. I'll definitely come back. You
0: have to come back.
1: I feel like I didn't get the full effect
0: of
1: how the things were supposed to be. No,
0: you got to come back. You got to get the full circus. I mean, circle of the whole. (laughs) Circus. Right.
2: You did not make a mistake. It's a
0: circus.
2: (laughs) Anyways, go Sparks.
0: Go Sparks. All right, y'all. Love you both. Have a great night. Guys, thank Thank you. Ah, that was so fun. Thank you so much, TRP. You can find TRP online, on Instagram. She's at TRP14. And, of course, follow Sydney at SwissBaby24. And I'm at Stacey Pates on Instagram and Twitter as well. Now you know a little bit more about TRP. And there's more to come with her. We're going to have a special interview with her. There's so much going on in the world today. and, And T's always been a front runner. And a game changer and a leader in the area of of justice and doing things the right way i like the notion that we all show up the same way in all areas and i can tell you the way she shows up on the floor to play ball is the same way she shows up off to make a difference in this world so stay tuned for that episode. That's going to come in a few weeks. And for now, we're just going to say thank you again for spending part of your day with Sydney and I here on the Believe Podcast Network. This has been a presentation of betonline.ag. All the music that's been on this episode was straight from T's playlist.
1: You know he's on fire, NBA, jam for the record. their praises higher, this is who I am for the record. When the rain falls.